one. Welcome to episode number 23 of the Outside Scoop podcast. I'm Dustin Stortzum, joined alongside the 2019 Expedition League GM of the Year and future Expedition League Hall of Famer, Jackson Bruce. Uh, it feels like forever, Jackson, but we're back in the studio and uh, we're ready to rock and roll. And we've got some good news. Yeah. Should I announce it? Should I make the big announcement? Go, go ahead. So we got our first true sponsor. I mean, Dollar Shave Club and Harry's, they're still working on their thing, but we got our first one. Debut in tomorrow. Right here in Pierce, South Dakota. Masterpiece. One-stop. Smoke shop. My man. That's the big news today. My guy Bristol hooking it up today. Uh, talk to him. And uh, he, he's ready to rock. So we got it. He'll be debuting his 30-second commercial tomorrow. He's going to be pitching all kinds of stuff. His glass. His uh, Delta 8, Delta 9, Delta 10. AHC, HHC, THC. All of this hemp derived, all of this legal in South Dakota. We love that. We love that. And and welcome to the family, by the way. And hopefully this is first of many new partnerships and uh, friendships that we're going to make along the way, Jackson. Yeah, man. I'm telling and, you. Uh, we're, we're super excited to have Masterpiece on board. And uh, what better way to introduce Masterpiece than shaking up the podcast a little. Yeah. We're going to shake things up with some of the topics and things that we're talking about. Because you know what? We don't want you guys to feel like, you know, we're just going through the same cycle every podcast we want to shake things up we want to keep things interested here and uh we also want to thank you for all the new listens over the weekend i believe we were up like over 70 listens across all of our podcasts which is amazing um because you know we love looking at the numbers and uh we had a really good weekend so we and we added sweden we added sweden. and we added sweden shout out sweden big fans of the people over there for tuning into the podcast as well. So uh, shout out to our Sweden people and uh, let's get right into things. Jackson, we're going to start it off with uh, underrated and our first underrated topic. What's your most underrated sport? Most underrated sport. And it's not even close for me. Uh, box lacrosse. Okay. Uh, right. Are you familiar with box lacrosse? A little bit, a little bit. So essentially I, I know the gist. Yeah. It's, it's lacrosse, but it's, indoor lacrosse so they played in uh your, your average hockey rink it's the size of it and uh the national lacrosse league that's what they play as box lacrosse major league lacrosse is field lacrosse which is what you see a lot on tv but um i box lacrosse is great it's fast-paced high scoring there's hitting there's fighting um in fact when minnesota had a team they're now in uh in gwinnett georgia but uh, uh, when they were the Minnesota Swarm before they were the Georgia Swarm, they had T-shirts that said "It's like hockey, but with balls," and that's a really good uh, it's a really good comparison. It's uh, hockey, but you got a, a net and a ball. So I, okay, I'm going I like with that. box across here. I like that. I'm gonna go with uh, frisbee golf, frolfing. I love disc golf. Yeah, disc golf. I love it, man. Uh, it's a. Uh, I'm not very good at it. I won't lie to you, but we do have like a little setup at my parents' house. My parents bought a couple like nets, and uh, you know, every once in a while we'll go set them up outside in the yard and we'll uh, throw a little frisbee around. And mine usually ends up like the opposite direction of where it's supposed to be um, because I can't throw a frisbee properly. But I still have a lot of fun doing it, and um, I've always wanted to like go out to an actual, you know legitimate course and throw the frisbee around a little bit but i think that i think that's so underrated you can drink while you're doing it you can have a good time get some exercise in and uh i'll probably shoot like 40 over in 18 holes but you know it is what it is 
Yeah, actually, when you get back to pier, we should go disc golfing. Um, I used to work at Oahe Downstream, uh, the campground and park up at, uh, north of town, and uh, I helped rebuild it, uh, rebuild the disc golf course after the flood. So I got, I kind of got into it because I was like, well, if I if I did this, I should probably learn how to play. So I learned how to play. We actually have another one down by Steamboat. We can pack him some beers, throw the disc around. Uh, one of my one of my friends who was supposed to be in the wedding but had uh, her child Joyce. Her husband Reed actually is uh, he's a dang good disc golfer. He comes and plays tournaments. He plays tournaments all around the state. Uh, he plays in uh, one here in Pier. I mean, he he's all about it. He watches it on YouTube, the Pro Tour, everything. So it's a fun sport. Love it. Love it. You know what else is getting really big on like social media is uh, like wiffle ball. Like people are like building wiffle ball fields in their backyard and going live on TikTok and Twitch. It's getting like it's it's becoming legit. That's oh. like a really legitimate thing. Oh, actually, I don't know if I ever told you this, um, but me and my boys and you've met all my boys, Alex, Jared, Joel, like a lot of the most of the guys in my wedding party uh, back in high school. We had a wiffle ball league sanctioned nationally. We were actually nationally ranked and everything. That's that is so cool. I wish I could get some people like it would be cool to start one up today. And, we could. Uh, you know, because what is it like four, three or four people per team or maybe we used to play to two five, or three. We used to play yeah. two or three and it's fun, man. I've got some nasty pitches. I throw a great knuckle. I got a nasty slider. I've got like six different pitches that I throw in the ball. I love it. Um, so yeah, we should, I'll, dude, we'll take, I'll take you out. I'll strike you out all day. Oh, okay. All right. We'll see about that. My we'll slider will look like it's coming behind you right in the, right in the zone, baby, <laughs> right in the zone. I'm sure you can go online and buy like a legit like strike zone for wiffle ball. We built one. Oh, did you really? I don't know if Joel Joel still has it, but it was like PVC pipe and some tin, and That's it stood cool. up and everything. Like you, you get the whole like it, once that ball hits that zone, you get that bang bang when it hits the tin. It's it was legit, dude. We used to have some fun. We we played like four like real seasons of ten games each for every team. Uh, we started with four teams. We ended up all the way with ten teams. And uh, yeah, we had we had a homemade trophy and everything. It was legit. We had a few teams uh, get put in uh, to the national rankings on in the NWLA, the National Wiffle Leagues Association. And yeah, man, that is so cool. Yeah, there you go. You learned something that. about me today. That's I awesome. <laughs> I was a legit wiffle ball player in high school. I love that. That is so cool. All right, let's get into our next uh, our next underrated topic candy bar jackson what's your what's your underrated candy bar there's a few that i really like uh a, a reese's fast break for one really good candy bar um but i'm gonna go with a zero bar have you ever had a zero bar uh oh my dude i i am not <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i have a zero bar pulled up right here on my other monitor yeah yeah so literally mean, that's gonna be that was gonna be mine <laughs> yes. yes i mean no <laughs> i talk i that's a candy bar that you like look at at the gas station, you don't know what it is. Yeah, and it, then you try it, and you're like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, this if I remember amazing. right, it's like white chocolate and stuff, right? You got caramel, uh, peanut butter, um, and then almond. But it's white chocolate. Yeah, it's white chocolate. It, right. Yeah, it's like layered with white chocolate fudge. Yeah, so, oh, so um, I'd never had one before. My buddy Jordan was like, you got to have one. And I had one in Oshkosh, Nebraska. And uh, ever since then, I've always thought it was the most underrated candy bar because nobody ever picks them up. Oh, but they're so good. They are so. It, it's like it's like one of those candy bars you kind of have to be in the mood for, though. But when you're in the mood for it, oh, 
there's there's nothing better at a gas station other than maybe a Twinkie. So our so consensus most underrated candy bar is a zero? Yeah. I, I can't even there's not yeah, that was my number one pick. If I zero thought. if Zero Bar wants to sponsor us, like hit us up. We yeah, just gave you a huge DM. plug. Huge plug. <laughs> Your sales are going through the roof as we speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're plugging this this podcast. Yeah, you're gonna see some numbers. <laughs> the, the Nebraska and South Dakota numbers just skyrocket for zero bars. <laughs> zero bars are going through the roof in Sweden. In Sweden. <laughs> All right. All right. Our last uh, underrated topic: current athlete of Jackson. What's your? Uh, what's your? Who's your most underrated current athlete? Well, I'll tell you right now who it should be. But I'm not gonna pick him because, you know, I I'm not gonna be biased. Raphael Devers is the most underrated player in baseball. He's the most underrated player. He's the most exciting player to watch, too. He's just goofy, man. Oh, yeah. I was, before I give you my real one, I will say this. Raphael Devers, by the way, back in 2018, was struggling at the plate to hit opposite field and to walk. And he is a child at heart. And uh, Alex Cora got him to hit opposite field home runs by bribing him with $100 Chipotle gift cards and he got him to uh, start taking walks by bribing him with $50 Cold Stone gift cards. I love it. But if, if you want my most underrated player in baseball right now, I would say it's Jose Ramirez from the Cleveland Guardians. Three-time All-Star, three-time Silver Slugger. This guy, he seems to always, for some reason, be in the MVP running, but nobody talks about him. He, uh, he has a 35 career war, He and... Uh, he, I think he's been, uh, no, that's just his offensive wars. Career war is thirty-seven point three. He has, uh, five, he's finished in the top five in MVP voting three times, including second in twenty twenty. He was sixth last year, third two other years. He's actually been in the top. He's actually gotten MVP votes every year since twenty sixteen, and nobody seems to talk about him. So Jose Ramirez is my most underrated athlete. Okay, all right. Um, my most underrated athlete right now is Tommy Edmond of the St. Louis Cardinals. He is currently, he was up until today, number one in war. Um, now Sandy Alcantara has actually got the best war in baseball. What's what's his war? It's a three point. Hold on. It's a three point. It was a 3.2 yesterday. Okay. Which was good for the best in the National League. I don't know if that's best overall or best in the National League, well, but now he's my, second. Well, Rafi's got a 3.2 in the AL. Okay, so they're they're tied at this point. Um, okay, so yeah, Sandy Alcantara has the best NL award, but for a position player, uh, Tommy Edmonds now got a 3.7 war. 3.7, that's impressive. Yeah. I'm guessing so, most of it's on defense. Yeah, I mean, he's a 278 hitter. He's, doing, he's, he's leading off for St. Louis. Doing a really good job. His OBP is over 350, and uh, he's one of the best middle infielders in baseball right now. Then the guy can play anywhere. I mean, he can play outfield. He can play shortstop. Uh, he came up through the minors as a shortstop, moved over to uh, second base when he got to the majors, and now he's back uh, playing shortstop when Nolan Gorman starts at second base for St. Louis. And he's just been phenomenal. I mean, the, the guy's glove is like unlike any other, and uh, he's just athletic as can be. But another player that uh, I think has been underrated, and now he's finally starting to uh, get some spotlight, is Jordan Poole for the Warriors. 
That guy's been killing it in the postseason. Uh, he's averaging 29 points per game in the finals against Boston. Um, that that goes with three assists per game as well. And the guy's just been absolutely killing it. He's the talk of NBA Twitter right now. I mean, hot chicks are showing up to the Warriors games just to watch Jordan Poole play some basketball. So uh, shout out Jordan Poole, finally getting some recognition. But before that, definitely one of the most underrated players uh, in sports. Yeah, Jordan Poole actually uh, has had a really respectable career. Uh, For real. First three years. For a second round, I believe he's a second round pick, uh, which is not very good in the NBA because not too many second round picks get that recognition. But he's he's a stud. He's a stud. Right. And, and I mean, but when you're playing on a team like that with so many different stars, sometimes even though you're killing it, you're just not getting recognized like you should. And finally, he's getting some recognition. So, so is Andrew Wiggins. Yo, yeah, shout out Wiggins. Shout out Wiggins. I actually like this Warriors team. I do. You don't hate them? I don't hate them because I, I like guys like Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. I like Steph. I like Clay. Uh, Draymond. <laughs> Draymond's Draymond. Draymond's Draymond. I've seen I've seen more of Draymond than I wish to admit. <laughs> um, just like most of the world. <laughs> yeah, I met Draymond. Didn't even know it was him until years later. So, yeah, I mean, good for good for Jordan Poole, good for Andrew Wiggins, Warriors trying to win it. Good for them. Good for them. Warriors in six? Warriors in six, possibly, possibly. Some are saying. Uh, against my dad's best friend, Jason Tatum. I love that. That's so funny. And then I was like, you know what? My mom's kind of got a similar story to that uh, with Tony LaRusso. <laughs> yeah, man, your my dad. Back made me laugh. I was... <laughs> my dad just goes on a business trip to Indianapolis, comes back. He's like, yeah, I hung out with some Boston Celtics. They were wearing their Celtics jackets and everything. I was talking to this one guy in there on the on the um, elevator. Thought I was funny, man. He thought I was hilarious. I was cracking him up. He's like, who was it? I, I don't know. Pull up the roster. Knows nothing about NBA. Oh, yeah, it was that guy. I was like, that's Jason Tatum. That's probably their best player. That At the time, that was when he was going to – he was like the only guy that uh, the Pelicans would trade Anthony Davis for. So I told my dad, and now ever since then he goes, "Who's that guy that I met on the Boston Celtics again?" <laughs> oh, Jason Tatum. Oh, Jason Tatum, and then everyone's like, "Oh, geez, come on, Andy, <laughs> get it together, Andy." Speaking of stories, are you ready for story time? I'm ready for story time. See, I we usually share the topics before, but I have not told you about this story. I put it on this. I put it on script today. But you have no idea what you're in for. I'm. This guy is not famous, but it's my. He's the most interesting person I've ever met. I was in. I'll set up the story. So I'm in Minot, North Dakota, for the Expedition League All Star Game, and just for Dustin's sake, yes, that was the year I won Executive of the Year. Um, and it was me and our mascot who plays the guy who plays Grizz. His name's Tate. Me and Tate go to the Service River Brewing Company, and we're sitting down, and this dude looks pretty homeless, if I'm being honest. Long hair, big beard, comes and sits down by us. And uh, he sits down, and he already looks interesting, but he th- he puts the contents of his pocket onto the table, kind of like you would if you took out your wallet and your phone. But him, it was his wallet, his phone, and a Sharpie. I didn't, I the Sharpie comes in later. And so we're sitting there, and he orders a beer. We've already ordered our beers, and he just kind of starts unprovoked talking to us about aliens he uh he's like you guys believe in aliens i was like well yeah 
I believe that there are aliens. And he goes, well, did you know they're big a-holes, right? I'm like, what is this guy talking about? He goes, yeah, I was in Nevada one time, and I was driving on the on the highway, and all of a sudden this this, spa- this UFO or spaceship comes down and just stops right in front of me, would not move, and then just flew away. He's like, ever since then, I've hated aliens. I'm like, it was just such a casual thing that he told us this. Like, okay. And uh, then, so we're sitting there, and he's talking a little more, not quite as crazy. And the bartender comes up, and I had a question for him. Uh, I don't know if you know, but Minot's known as the Magic City. I asked him why it was called the Magic City. He told me it was a mining town. One, one day, there was no town. The next day, there was a town. So it's like magic. Not all that interesting, but good to know. And after the bartender walks away, Trent goes, do you want to know why else it's called the Magic City? I'm like, no, I, I do actually. Yeah, tell me. He goes, well, the Air Force base is here. We've got nukes all underground. How do you think this hasn't blown up yet? I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe because it's guarded. You know me having a regular answer. He says, <laughs> well, it's because God's here and he protects us all. He protects us from the devil. Well, oh, that's interesting. He goes, also, you know, I've played blackjack with the devil. I know the devil. Me and the devil, we, ch- we hung out for a night. He's like, the devil's just like you and me. He's got his friends. He's got his people. And, you know, he's just kind of hanging out here on earth. And I, at this point, I'm like, this guy is very, very interesting. So he's met the devil. He's seen an alien. And then this one guy comes in. Um, and uh, he's wearing a St. Cloud State University T-shirt. And bald guy with glasses. Looks like your normal, like, college dad, you know? You know, you see, like, if you ever met a girl on campus, and she's like, hey, this is my dad. That's, like, exactly what he looked like. <laughs> and he just sits down and orders a beer. And uh, I think nothing of it. I just notice he's there. And Trent starts talking to him. And I am cool with it. I'm like, Trent, this guy's interesting. He can get away from me for a little bit. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> You hear this guy, he's trying to whisper, but he's angry. And he goes, Trent, you need to leave her alone. She doesn't want to talk to you. He's like, and Trent's like, yeah, she does. She texted me. He's like, no, she doesn't want to talk to you, Trent. You need to leave her alone. And he just starts going after him about some girl. And I had no idea what was going on. He's just laying into Trent. And poor guy looks like he's just, he's going to get emotional. Guy finishes his beer, (laughs) leaves. Trent looks at us. He goes, I got to go out for a smoke. I'll be right back. I just got my butt chewed. We're like, okay, man. So he goes out and smokes and the bartender comes up to us. He goes, Hey, so is uh Trent behaving? We're like, yeah, I think so. He, he's a little interesting talking about aliens and the devil and whatnot. He goes, yeah, well that was his ex-girlfriend's dad. Apparently he, uh, he's been, uh, harassing her and he threw a cinder block through her back window of her car. Wait, what? <laughs> we're like, Wait, what? Oh my goodness. Like this guy is off the rails. And the guy's like, yeah, he's, he's kind of crazy. He comes in here quite a bit. In fact, I think we're the only bar that still lets him drink here. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? He goes, this guy's been 86 from just about every bar in Minot. He's been 86 from the mall. He's been 86 from Walmart. I was like, what is going on right now? He goes, yeah, he's just kind of, he's just an interesting guy. And sometimes he disappears for months, but when he comes back, it's like nothing ever happened. So then Trent comes back in and, uh, well, he, he, we see Trent come back in. I'm like, okay, we better quit talking about him. And the bartender yells at him. He goes, Hey Trent, 
where all have you been kicked out of again? Uh, he goes, what bars have you been kicked out of again? He goes, uh, and he just starts listing bar after bar after bar after bar. All these bars will not let him in. And he goes, yeah, no, I've been kicked out of Walmart. I can't go back there. Can't go to the mall. Can't go to this place. Can't. And we're just like, oh my goodness. So Trent's been kicked out of everywhere. So then I ask him about his Sharpie. Because I'm like, why do you carry a Sharpie, man? He goes, oh, yeah, I like to draw on things. And he like, can't, he's like, oh, I drew on this over here. And he goes over to like a shelf at the um, by the bar, picks up this uh, airplane, like this antique airplane toy. Have you ever seen those metal airplanes that uh, it's just two pieces? It's the body of it and the wings, and they like come together. Okay. Uh, he had that, and it had all these doodles on it. So I got, he's like, like this. It looks pretty cool, huh? It was just like scribbles. I'm going to say, yeah, that's cool. That's neat. He goes, did you know this can be used as a weapon? <laughs> it's open like, on. I'm like, oh, show me. Show me. And he takes the wing part, which is like a triangle, puts it in between his ring finger and his middle finger. He goes, yeah, you just put it in between here, and you can just stab somebody with it. And he just, like, shows me that you can stab somebody with it. It's like, oh, my goodness. I was like, how much do you draw on? And he goes, well, I, I draw on quite a few things. I've gotten arrested for drawing on things. He goes, there's some gargoyle statues downtown, and I drew in the pupils of them. And the police arrested me for that, for uh, vandalism. And he goes, and I'm, you know, I can understand why. It looked really good when I did it, but I guess it still looked good without it. So I can understand why they were kind of pissed. And he goes, and then another time I got arrested. I don't remember how it happened, but I was just, uh, I was in a river. I was just in, I, I woke up in the river and I was covered in blue stuff and I was getting arrested. I don't know what happened there either. I'm just like... <laughs> I don't know what to think of this guy at this point. So um, then the bartender starts to instigate this man, starts to get him going. He goes, hey, Trent, tell these guys about your conspiracy theories. You know this is a man with conspiracy theories just from talking to him. And he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, um, let me think about this. So what do you want to hear about? He goes, do you know anything about Katy Perry? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, you know, John Benet Ramsey, that girl that they say got murdered. Well, she, actually what happened was she's not dead. Disney kidnapped her and now she's Katy Perry. Oh, <laughs> I'd never heard that one. Have you heard that one before? I have not. I've never heard that in my life. He he went into a whole spiel, gave us evidence and everything about how Katy Perry was actually JonBenet Ramsey and Disney kidnapped her and made her Katy Perry. <laughs> so that was a new one that I'd never heard. He gave me some 9-11 conspiracies. He gave me all kinds of stuff. And so at this point, I'm like, this is honestly the most interesting guy I've ever met. So Trent, then after giving us this conspiracy theory, he's like, all right, boys, I'll see you later. I'm out of here. And he just left. And after he leaves, the bartender goes, yeah, so he's obviously very interesting. Really? Like, yeah. He said, but here's the real kicker. This guy is not an idiot. He's very smart. I'm like, okay. Uh, he goes, has he talked to you about going to Nevada? I'm like, yeah, he met some aliens in Nevada. He goes, oh, yeah, um, well, he owns land in Nevada. Like, really? He goes, he owns, like, hundreds of acres of land in Nevada. I'm like, but what does he do with it? He goes, nothing yet, but he's waiting for it because he says that it's going to be beachfront property in the next 20 years because he believes that the, the, <laughs> the ice caps are going to melt and Nevada is going to be the new California. It's like, oh, that's interesting. And I was like, how, how do you buy it? And he goes, that's the thing is this is how smart he is. 
He's like, this guy hasn't had a job for years, but he lives poor because of the, the way his money is made. He goes, this guy invested in Bitcoin at the beginning and he has millions of dollars in Bitcoin, but you can't, and this was 2019. He's like, and you can't really spend Bitcoin day to day in Minot, North Dakota. So he just sits on it and buys land in Nevada and is able to trade it out a little bit. But this guy is a conspiracy nut, obviously has something going on with him, but he's rich. He's sitting on money because he inve- he invested in Bitcoin at the ground floor. Oh, my goodness. And that is my Trent story. That is so cr- crazy, man. That... <laughs> that Oh my goodness. That does, that just took a whole twist to the entire story. I know. Cause you're sitting there like, and you just layer, like, never know. it's layer, layer, layer. And then, and then you get hit with the, <laughs> then you get hit with the rest of the iceberg. <laughs> By the way, he's rich and he's sitting on loads of Bitcoin. Yeah. This guy has millions and millions of dollars of Bitcoin. And he's just buying up land in Nevada because it's going to be beachfront property in 20 years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, there was this, there was this guy who was in like, um, when I was learning to trade stocks during COVID, um, there was like, I don't know, I took like this class or something. And um, the the one guy, the one speaker, he was like, yeah, when I was, uh, you know, investing like in crypto early on, I had like all this Bitcoin. And he goes, one night I was broke. I was, you know, just out of college and me and my roommates were wanting pizza. And he said that he traded 27 Bitcoin for two large pizzas. Yeah, I've heard about people who did that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, like, he was like, yeah, like, think about how much money I actually spent on pizza, on those two large pizzas today. With those are some million-dollar pizzas. Right, exactly. Although Bitcoin's down, like, 52% in the last couple months. but Doesn't matter, dude. Trent's sitting on it, baby. Trent is sitting on it, dude. He's got it. Was that a good enough story to put on the pod? That was a good story. I like that. All that right. just took a, a turn of events. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, well, WWYD? Yeah, let's do WWYD quick. And did we want to take a commercial break after opinions or before opinions? Ooh. Um, Probably ooh. after because then we'll get short stack on the line. Yeah, we can do, uh, we can do it after. I, li- I like thinking out loud on the podcast so that people get to know us. <laughs> That's how like that's how, how much like. we hate editing. Yeah, we we're not editing. We're just gonna go with that. We're also uh, in a situation right now where it's tough to edit. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So let's let's just roll with it. Our thoughts. We'll just we'll just blurt them out to the world and we'll just roll with it. As you All can, right. as you can tell, people, our script is written, but our commercial breaks are not. Nope. All right, let's get right into WWID then. Uh, This first story comes out of uh, Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania man is facing felony charges after allegedly using a fake hundred bill, a hundred dollar bill before he boarded a plane at the Arnold Palmer Regional Airport over the weekend. Jackson, my question for you is uh, what's your excuse for having a counterfeit hundred dollar bill? But isn't there like more to this story? Uh, oh yeah, there is more to this story. Sorry, let let me let me finish this. Um, as he was getting arrested for uh, this counterfeit hundred dollar bill, he claimed his pants, the pants that he was wearing, were not his. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> there so we go. Not only uses a counterfeit hundred dollar bill, but he's also allegedly 
basically wearing pants that aren't his. And that's where he found the $100 bill. So now I get to my question of uh, what's your excuse for uh, having a a counterfeit $100 bill? There's so many excuses you could have. So many excuses besides the fact that they're not your pants. And the most practical excuse is I found it. I found this $100 bill on the ground outside. That's all you have to say. Like, why, why would he <laughs> go as far as saying that it's not his pants? They're not his pants. Like, just say you found the bill and you thought it was your lucky day. You know? Yeah, or say you like you got change at a you know gas station or something. There you go. I mean, and they gave this to me. You I, know? Yeah. Or I don't know. Or, or even or you could really pin it on the airport and be like, hey, I went to the currency exchange. They gave me this hundred dollar bill. Talk to them. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many Something excuses. Other than pants. Yeah. <laughs> whose pants are you wearing? Like that's the question I'd have. I'd be like, whose pants are they then? Do they do? The, do they got juicy on the butt? Right. Are they your Are they your lady friends? Do they you got bedazzled pockets? No, I'd probably just. I would say I found it. That would be what I would say. Um, and I, I, I guess I'm just. I'm just. It, it reminds me of the old uh, red stripe commercial. Where they were promoting designated drivers, and they're like, don't let your friends drive drunk, and the Jamaican guy's like, let me have your keys, and the guy's like, no. Okay, can I have your pants? Sure, and he takes his pants off, pulls the keys out. That's just what that reminded me of. But, I mean, I would just say I found it on the ground, or I got it in change or something. Got it from the bank. I'm not going to say that I, the, these aren't my pants. You're flying, dude. You can't afford pants that are your own? <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out. I think I think what I would do. Uh, you know, I, I love playing board games, Jackson. Uh-huh. Big board game guy. And uh, I love me some traditional Monopoly. Okay. And, you know, I'm just going to say that I, I was grinding out some Monopoly with the family before <laughs> my trip. And I just happened to accidentally slip a fake $100 bill in my wallet. It just accidentally got in there. <laughs> You're pulling out Monopoly money to pay for stuff. Yeah, it was an accident. Yeah, I just got this Monopoly $100 bill. I just got done buying Boardwalk. Here was my change. That's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, they'd be like, the pants thing was better. The pants list and like, dude, his pants excuse was way better than this. Yeah, we can't take you, this guy seriously. Have but, you ever finished a game of Monopoly in your life? Oh, yeah. I've, I finished you games. Yeah. I never get to the end. Why? I just get bored. But you, So you grinded out the one game? Yeah, well, no, I grinded out till most of the places are bought, and then like whoever's got the most property just wins because I get bored. Unreal. Because, like, you know, usually, like, when I'm playing, one person dominates the game. Like, they just get lucky rolls every single time. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I never do finish it because I'm like, oh, I'm toast. Like, this game's over. We'll be seeing you. So. Oh, man. No, dude. <laughs> the Monopoly. So, hey, I would just use the excuse of, like, well, our money here in America is practically Monopoly money at this point. Yeah, it's. That's a, that, that'd, be, that'd be my response if they asked if I was stupid. Like, well, 
about the same stuff. We print our money like crazy anyway. It's worth about the same now. Okay, our uh, second WWYD story comes out of the great state of Florida. We love Florida because they give us the best stories to talk about. Oh, yeah. A young woman in Florida panicked after she felt something in her pants touch her leg, Jackson. So the first thing that she does after she gets this weird feeling in her legs or in her pants was to take her phone out and film what was inside. That's your first thing is like, all right, I feel something in my pants. I'm going to film it. Here we go. So uh, she's filming it, you know, looks inside of her pants and boom, a little lizard was crawling up one of her legs. My question for you, Jackson, you know, you can say you're on vacation. You can say you're in Pierce, South Dakota, walking down the street. You can say that you're dropping Tyler off at the apartments and you feel something in your pants. (laughs) when you take your phone out to film it (laughs) what are you going to find well (laughs) (laughs) apparently it's going on OnlyFans. when i feel something in my pants touching my leg and i start filming it i can't share that no um what's what is gonna be in my pants uh oh that's a good question um if I'm in Pierce, South Dakota, let's say, no, actually, you know what? I'm going to Hawaii with this one. Say I was in Hawaii and I feel something in my pants. I would have thought it was a gecko. Like I, like I shared my little friend with no tail, but, um, I, I'm going to film it and I hope he doesn't bite, but uh, it's a mongoose, a mongoose, mongoose in the pants. I don't know how he got up there. Well, actually, I do because I'm probably I'm probably vegging out, taking a nap. You know, right? And this mongoose, he's looking around for some birds, some eggs, and we know it's shaped like eggs. Pretty, oh no! Pretty much anything that's round. Oh no! Pretty much anything that's round. And so he goes and he's crawling, and I'm wearing shorts, and obviously my shorts are a little more baggy. I don't wear chubbies, and so. Uh, I wake up and I feel something rustling around up my leg I, and I'm going to film it. <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm probably going to find a mongoose. My question though is like, <laughs> was it like a waistband situation where they pulled up the waistband or did they let it come through the zipper? <laughs> I, I just see, I, I, for me, like when I think of my shorts, I usually wear like khaki shorts. Right. So I'd have to like undo the zipper. And the little mongoose head's gonna pop out. She's gonna say, "Good morning, Starshine." Yeah, Third says hello. I'll be like, "Hello, Mister Mongoose. I'm a big fan of your bikes. Big, huge, huge mongoose. Guy. Huge fan of your bikes." <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna be on vacation as well. I'm gonna be out on the beach, enjoying uh, the warm weather and the UV rays, on onto my ghost body. I have my ghost skin. And uh, I'm going to have crabs in my pants. Oh, ooh, ah, ouch. Are they snapping? Ouchie, they're snapping oh. and they're itchy too. Ow. Yeah, itchy and snapping. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should have asked what kind of crabs. <laughs> Jeez. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. Crabs in my pants, Jackson Bruce. Oh. I'm just gonna feel. Ooh, whoa! 
What was that? I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I already didn't like it when they were snapping crabs. Once they were the itchy crabs, I liked it even less. Right, right. I mean, you're going to have to go to urgent care for, for your situation. So. Something's going to be red. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm finding, I'm finding crabs in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> We can't even edit it because we're we suck at editing. So you think you guys no, just can't even edit. We can't even bleep stuff out. We just take whole sections out. Yeah, we're just like ah, we'll just we'll just we'll, that wasn't important. Here we go. <laughs> uh, usually when short stacks on. All right, instead of more WWYD, we're finally giving our own opinions on the hard hitting uh, topics. On the hard hitting topics that you care about. Yeah. So in a recent interview, Jackson, um, one of the best looking actresses of all time, it definitely on Mount Rushmore for best looking actresses, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. Um, she was being interviewed recently and she was like, you know what? I'm glad that. Um, well, let's say let's let's get the direct quote here. Uh, in a recent interview, Jennifer Aniston said that she was glad she made her bones in the industry before social media. When people started becoming famous for, quote, basically doing nothing. Well, after she came out with this, Jackson, she got backlash on social media because both her parents are actors. So, uh, you know, her spot in the show business industry wasn't exactly hard one. <laughs> What's your thoughts on Jennifer Aniston and uh, kind of going at social media influencers today? I think she's right. I don't care if your parents are. Uh, actors, you still have to be a good actor to be able to get the parts that Jennifer Aniston gets. She's a great actress, beautiful by the way, beautiful woman. Can't teach that. You, I I don't know how she keeps it up. She gets better looking all the time. I don't understand she it. She does, and she. But her her roles are great. Uh, she's uh, she lands move big movies. Uh, she was in Friends, which we've talked about how overrated Friends is, but. You can't deny that she was good in Friends. I I think when it comes down to it, she she may have gotten a little bit of an easy road to being an actress, but she has to be good at being an actress to keep getting these parts. And she's a very good actress. So I would say that I agree with her. These social media influencers, man, I don't know. A lot of them don't do anything. Right. I mean, I think the, you know, the, the one good thing about it is today is like, uh, you can make a career on posting, you know, about anything. I mean, you, you can, can make post a, your butt you cheeks it, and make a career or you can, you can post your butt cheeks and make a career. You can talk about the green Bay Packers and how great Aaron Rodgers is and make $50,000 a year on YouTube because of it. You could. And I wish you know I could. Saying? You can Jackson, you can do that. Cause he's the I don't greatest. Know how many fans you'll have, but you can do it. It is possible. Um, so I, I, I get her point. I, I understand her point. But also at the same time, it's like, you know, there's a lot of people who are making careers off of, you know, posting TikToks and posting YouTube videos and, and you know, this and that. I'm not – listen, and I'm all about it. I love my social media. I, I do social media content and make money off of it. Oh, I've, but, watched, I've watched your TikToks. It's cringy. Oh, yeah. It's he's been, cringy. He's been a part of it once, some are saying. I, I've I've been on live, I've been on live. It's a good time. I didn't make any money though. No, not that night. Not that night. Unreal. Every once in a while, you get someone who's feeling generous in the broadcast. 
you know, they'll tip you a little bit. I should have shown my cheeks. You should have. Got that cake, Jackson. I know. I know. I guess I All see right. I see your argument though when it when it comes down to they don't really do anything. Like Instagram models and stuff, like they're not doing Dude, they, anything. I mean, they take advantage of their body. That's pretty much it. Go to OnlyFans. Yeah. Go to OnlyFans. Only Go to talent. NBA Twitter. Show me the talent. Don't get me started on NBA Twitter, <laughs> Dustin. I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood for NBA Twitter. NBA Twitter is a clown show. I keep. I don't know what it is, but I keep getting these LeBron Stan accounts. Like everything LeBron does is yeah. just like, oh my gosh, she's the greatest, dude. Those guys are worse than. I'd rather I'd rather talk to an Instagram model than talk to these clowns on NBA Twitter. Oh wow, that's bold. I dude, I I'd rather talk to your roommate than talk to these clowns on NBA Twitter because they have the same type of intellect when it comes to their opinions. You would rather talk to I two Afro on Twitter. Oh, you just outed him. Oh, oops, oopsie, oops. Not I two Afro. Oops, did you get my text this morning? <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, if everyone, you should follow I2 Afro on Twitter and uh, call him Tyler. <laughs> Just comment Tyler. Just everyone comment, hey, Tyler. How you doing? At I2 Afro. At I2 Afro. Say, hey, Tyler, and send tweet and just see what reaction you get. We should just Please. share his handle on our Twitter account. Yeah, let's do it. We'll do it. Are we promoting uh, cyberbullying? Um, Not if he's asking for it. Yeah. Not if he's asking for it. It's one of those situations, like, were you asking for it? Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he likes being cyberbullied, though. That he, is the thing. He lives for it. He lives He lives for the interactions. He, he does. <laughs> I anyway. suppose, since we just talked about OnlyFans, you got a, you got a story about OnlyFans, don't you? I do, I do. Charlie Sheen, the, the great actor, probably should be on Mount Rushmore for actors. <laughs> he should be on the Mount Rushmore uh, for crazy 18- people. Hell yeah, that's and that And that's fine with Kanye... Yeah, Kanye's on there. Kanye, Charlie Sheen. People think in uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, though. I mean, he's fantastic in it. Dude, people think that Kanye, like, is crazy, but they didn't see that run Charlie Sheen had. Charlie Sheen had a crazy run. Just think about if Twitter was huge when that happened. I mean, he like he lived out his two and a half mineral, right in real life. (laughs) That guy like went nuts and then was like, "I have HIV," and then peaced. Well. It's it's treatable. It is. All right. Ask magic. Yep. Charlie Sheen's 18-year-old daughter, Sam, has joined OnlyFans, and Charlie Sheen Jackson is not happy about it. What? He, yeah, he blames her mom, uh, Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Yes, who's also an actress. She is. Um, shout out Charlie, Blue Mountain State. Shout out Blue Mountain State. He said, and I quote, Sam is 18 year old is 18 years old now and living with her mother. This did not occur under my roof. Charlie Sheen would not have allowed this to happen. Jackson Bruce. At all. At all. This is not happening under his roof. He didn't let Jake do it on two and a half men. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see where That's he's coming from. That's his nephew. So what, what's your, what's your thoughts? Well, first of all, do you think it would happen under his roof? Because I certainly think it probably would. I don't know, man. Charlie's crazy. Charlie, I mean, he's calmed it down big time. He's dialed it back. He's had a lot of time to think after talking about all the porn stars he's been with and um, having HIV and talking about winning. 
Um, I don't know if it would happen under his roof. I His mom, Denise Richards, is known for being incredibly good looking. She was the coach's wife on Blue Mountain State. I'm sure she's she's very comfortable with her body. I've seen enough of it on Blue Mountain State to know that. So I can see why it's happening under her roof. Charlie Sheen, I guess maybe because Charlie Sheen's been around some of the scummiest females probably. Like he's been around some some women and knows kind of how that whole road goes. I could see maybe it wouldn't happen in his house. I could understand that. He's he's seen that side. He's used those services. I could see it that he would not want his daughter to do that. Yeah. You know, it's it's like a learn from my mistakes type of deal. Yeah. He'd probably be like, I met people like you. You don't want to be that way. I've been with never mind. Never mind. Yeah. I'm not even gonna finish that. That sounded wrong. <laughs> yeah, you that can't say wrong. that. <laughs> been with people like my daughter. Don't say that. I've been with people like you. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No thank oh. you. All right. I've I'm been with people out. in that profession. <laughs> you do not want well, to go down you know that what? road. Some some maybe we're gonna be on OnlyFans, some are saying. Some are we saying. don't know what she's doing. We don't know what she's doing. It's true. I'm not subscribed. I'm not. She might be doing cooking videos. All right. She could be. She might be doing an after dark podcast. She, with her, with maybe her shirt off. Some are saying. But they might be. Like with cowboy like, hat, with a cowboy hat on. With a cowboy hat. On. That sounds like something we should do. Yeah, maybe we'll try it. Cowboy hats, no shirts. I like it. I do. I think. I think it'd be good. And then Jackson, you you should uh, you should take us into the. Bur- into the break? Yeah. All right. Well, we already we have a sponsor, but that doesn't mean we can't have more. If you want your brand integrated with our brand, give me a call, 605-224-8686, or shoot me an email, jacksonbruce at dakotaradiogroup.com. I'm telling you, Bristol and Masterpiece, they're, they're on their way. They are they're going to be reaping the benefits. Why can't you? Come holler at me. Are you done? I'm done. Okay, we'll be right back. Short Stack's going to be on the line here in just a few moments. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, the Outside Scoop podcast. We're back from our short break, and uh, we've got Short Stack on the line. Short Stack, where you at? What you hauling? What's up, Outside Scoop? Short Stack in the house. <laughs> well fellas i am in northeast nebraska i am hauling some of nebraska's gold again in bulk in corn today hauling corn to feed mill we love that we love that well uh how was your weekend anything exciting happen oh it was a it was a baseball weekend that's for sure and uh yeah we had some excitement go on i'd like to uh could i get into a little story absolutely right off off the bat fellas let's hear it so as we all know i'm a baseball coach and i'm actually the manager of the of the twin river legion baseball and it was brought to my attention yesterday that over the weekend we had a game on Saturday, Saturday night. And apparently I left too early because I didn't get to see this firsthand. But 
We had, uh, we won. We won the game. I think it was six to three, or I believe it was a three-point game. I don't, I don't remember what the score was, but we won. And we had a drunken fan. No, it wasn't Erica this time. We had a drunken fan yelling at the opposing team's players. Um, okay, uh, just to set it up for you, our team and fans usually park on the first base dugout line, okay? And uh, they normally park over on the third base dugout. Well, for whatever reason, this kid parked over on our side. No big deal. His hometown, he can do whatever he wants. Um, after the game, he's walking across the parking lot with his brother. And uh, mind you, this is a, at most, at most 18 year old kid, okay? Um, are you guys still there? Are oh, yeah. Good? yeah, we're here. Oh, well, we're oh, here. Okay. Breathe or something. Crimey. <sighs> <laughs> so, anyway, this kid's walking to his car. This mom starts blurting out, You guys, you guys are losers. We kicked your rear ends, uh, but not that word. And, uh, she turned this kid turns around and says you're a b rightfully so because she is and uh she was acting like one so this mom's husband or boyfriend or boy toy or whatever the hell he is right now flavor of the week goes chasing after him uh opens his car door starts screaming at him threatening him about needs to learn respect Yelling at this kid that he needs to learn respect after his wife just, you know, you you understand what I'm saying? So this kid's mom tries to come to the rescue and gets intercepted by this, our fan, and is getting screamed at and pushed, and the kid threatens to call the cops, and, and this guy slaps the phone out of his hands, and and uh our seniors coaches at that point got there and got it all broken up and kudos to them for getting it all taken care of it at the time you know the heat of the moment but all day yesterday i've been dealing with that with opposing teams tournament directors um the states head big wig guy from Lincoln, Nebraska. So yeah, there was some excitement this weekend, Dustin. <laughs> man, I tell you what, baseball parents, man, some of them are great and some of them are just the worst. Oh, I mean, my my biggest thing about it is they're they're flipping kids. What do you feel better about yourself for harassing this kid? I mean, really. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So I sent out a, I sent out a mass, or a, a Facebook post, on our Facebook site. Kind of, laying it out on the line, so hopefully, the point gets across. <sighs> mainly because, mainly because this, this parent doesn't ever come to any of the events and when she does 
it's nothing but a disaster. We had an incident with her last year. I won't get into that. But, I mean, if, yeah, if she had, if either parent had a brain in their head, the kid wouldn't be raised by his grandparents. That's, that's my thing. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting no. too deep. No, no, no. You're... We're not naming with, names. You mess with kids, man. I'm, I'm a youth sports guy. And you mess with kids, you're messing with me. And I, that's just, I mean, I, I, I'll stand up for any kid, anytime. Right. That's what a good, that's what a good coach does. A great coach. That's, that's our guy's short does. stack, baby. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I'm pretty good with my fungo, so watch out. <laughs> Hitting missiles. That's right. You know, it, it's not only a shame for that, but I mean, also you, uh, you know, when, when you're looking at youth sports and we, we look at the, um, <clears throat> the umpire shortage as well. And that's because oh, fans can't yeah. keep their mouths shut with them either. Oh yeah. Like, that's we're, 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 we're having that issue. We're having that issue of not being able to find umpires because nobody wants to come umpire at our home field because of our fans. It's, it's that, and I'm hoping I can change and I can turn this around and we can get it going because it's, it's just the beginning of it. And I'm kind of jumping on it early and, uh, three strikes and you're out. How's that for a baseball cliche? <laughs> I think that's a, uh, a good segue into our, uh, question for you today. Short stack, uh, this, this woman in Florida, she felt something weird crawling up her pants or she felt something in her pants. And her first instinct was to take her phone out and record what was, you know, inside of her pants. And when she uh, looked inside, it was a, uh, it was a little lizard crawling up the side of her leg. So our question for you today, short stack, let's say you're uh, you could be on vacation. You could be trucking, you know, you could be at the loves uh, rest, rest area in the back. Um, but you feel something crazy or feel something a little, little suspicious climbing up the side of your leg or in your pants. What is it going to be? One time I was watching a movie and it felt like I had something in my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. True story right here, fellas. True story. When I was about 17, 18 years old, I was working on my uncle's farm. It was harvest time. And so my job was to, stay at the grain bin site, unload the trucks and tractors when they came in and make sure the pit kept running and the augers kept running. So it was kind of boring. We didn't, back then, we didn't have cell phones or iPads or Pornhub or anything like that. So I just kind of sitting back on the, leaning against the pole, sitting on the ground and not paying attention. I mean, they got, it was at night and there was, there was lights around, but I was kind of in the dark. And all of a sudden I felt something in my pant leg. I was wearing jeans. I felt something in my pant leg and it was crawling up and I jumped up like a ninja and was stomping and kicking and it kept trying to claw its way up my pant leg. And finally I just ripped my pants off. It was a dead gum mouse. (laughs) No. Crawling crawling up my pant leg. Oh no. (laughs) There's a baby squirrel going to get a nut, but no, it, <laughs> it, it, was, it was a mouse. It was it kind of creeped me out. 
I'm like, you're going to get a small meal. You go up there, buddy. <laughs> That's why he's got a Greek statue made for him. Looking for That's some right. looking for some cheese. Amanda <laughs> cheese. <laughs> oh man, that was that was wrong. That was wrong. I, I apologize. I apologize. Oh my god. Ooh, now you never short on my water short stack. I didn't have my horn ready for that one, dang it. <laughs> next time. Be, be, next be time. better next time. I will. I'm I'm just learning it. <laughs> Learn the horn. So we got uh we got full week of baseball coming up here. Yep. Yep. Jackson Bruce, you gonna make it down? Uh no. Uh what do I got going on this week? I have well, you sh- What? You should come down for our seniors tournament. We may need some bouncers. Okay. All right. <laughs> we need an umpire too. Oh I'm not we umpiring. Call up Nally for that one. I ain't umpiring. No, I think we got umpires covered, but if you call up I2 could, Afro, could, he'll do that. If if you okay, this is honest to God, Jackson. If you you would get paid to do this if you would want to do it. Put you in the crow's nest for the entire tournament, calling games and and uh, you know music in between games and it's air conditioned and I can hook you up some with some Bud Light seltzers and and some Lord Cave nachos. If, if you switch it to Bush lattes, I might be in. You know what? I will have a 30-pack of Bush lattes, the John Deere ones, especially for you. I like that. I like oh, that. Wow. When is it? When is it? June 24th, 25th, 26th, Friday, oh. Saturday, Sunday. I can't do that now, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. If I'd have told you, it didn't matter what date I told you, you wouldn't be able to do it. No, I've got, I'm going to an arena football game June 25th. It's baseball season. Yeah, but I gotta see some. I gotta see some arena football. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, that's all right. It is. I what forgive it you. Is. I forgive you. <clears throat> it is what it is. Guess I'll all have right. that Tyler do it. Yep. <laughs> Dang it. I two Afro. <laughs> call him out on. Call him out on Twitter today, short stack. Tyler. Uh, Tyler Nally. Dustin's Tyler. Dustin's son. Call him out on. I will. It'll be good. It'll be good. I love it. All right, is, that the, is, oh. is that the guy that umpired fall ball for us? Yeah, that's that's him. It's okay. F and fall ball. F and fall ball. <laughs> we'll we'll share that story uh, some other time. That's a funny story about Tyler umpiring. But uh, short sack. Appreciate the time as always, and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, you fellers have a lovely evening. I will. <laughs> I will now that you've told me that and put the horn into it. Thank you. See you guys. See you. All right. Welcome back to the to the outside scoop, Dustin. Another great time with old short stack today. Um, something else. He he is something else. He is something else. Uh, but we love him. But you know what, you know what we do love a new to- uh, a new segment. Is what we love. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. Let's do it. This one's called Who You Got. We have two options and uh, and a scenario that is obviously fictional. Kind of uh, got the idea from asking who would win in a fight, a silverback gorilla or a grizzly bear. But now we have some different topics and it's called Who You Got. So, Dustin, my first question is who you got for the better sports career? 
Jackie Moon or Ricky Bobby? This one's tough. Um, two of my favorite athletes of all time right here, by the way, Jack. One of the greatest NASCAR drivers and one of the best players in ABA history. Not only player, but owner, entertainer, halftime performer, you know, Coach. you name it. Coach. Yeah. Um, although he did lose his coaching job toward the end. To Ed Monix. Right. Yep. Yep. Who, yep. You know, is also a goat in his own ways. Monix, he's got a ring. He's got he a ring. He does have a ring. He does have a ring. Um, man, th- this is tough because, like I like, like we said, you know, Jackie Moon was a man of many traits. And then you look on the other side of things, and it's like Ricky Bobby, he was the greatest NASCAR driver for his era. And then, you know, Jean Girard comes over from overseas and kind of takes that spot away from him. You know, Ricky Bobby goes into a funk. He loses his his wife to the ma- to the magic man. To his and best friend, Cal Naughton Jr., who's yeah, also a Cal NASCAR Naughton. driver. Right. Who was, you know, maybe the greatest second place NASCAR driver of all time. Oh, yeah. Some are saying. Some are saying. Um, and then, you know, switched his name to the magic man. But, uh, you know, he gets his life together. He, uh, his, his, his mom, his kids, his grandma starts raising his own kids while, you know, he's delivering pizzas. He runs into his father. They go to Applebee's, um, you know, get kicked out. He falls in love with his manager, Susan. And, um, you know, he, he's able to come back and he quote unquote beats John Gerard in a foot race and then proceeds to make out with him in front of everyone at Talladega. Um, I'm good, dude. I'm going to have to go with Ricky Bobby. I think you're right on this one. Ricky Bobby. I think you're right on this one. uh, I don't think Jackie Moon was the greatest ABA player of all time. He's an ABA great. He's an ABA legend. He is. He is a great. He is a great, but I wouldn't consider him one of the best. No. Especially when you have downtown funky stuff Malone on your team. (laughs) Coffee black. Coffee black. I... And, you know, I agree with you. I agree. I think Ricky Bobby had the better sports career. I think yep. best overall career, you go Jackie Moon. He, yeah. great, great player, great coach, owner. Um, and not only that, but he's a great singer. I can't say songwriter because he did not write Love Me Sexy. But he's, he's he a, that. that that came from his mother. But he's got a, he, he's got a great voice. Love Me Sexy is one of the biggest hits of all time. I'm, but I'm going played, with Ricky Bobby for a sports career. Yeah, yeah, sports career is Ricky Bobby. Ray they Spice played they, Love Me Sexy in Aberdeen during the state basketball tournament. Oh, <laughs> sure looks like the Aberdeen Civic Center. <laughs> All right. That's probably the best part about my weekend. <laughs> Next up, my man, we've got a little spicy one this time. It's another All fight. Right. So... Get ready for this one. Who you got in a fight? AOC, otherwise known as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or Marjorie Taylor Greene? Oh. We're keeping politics out of this, folks. This is simply out of resume yeah. and toughness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so so on one end you have AOC, who is like a former bartender, right? From the Bronx. From the Bronx. So you know that she's seen some things, and she's probably been involved in like a couple bar fights. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. On the other hand of things, like you've got uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who she's she's about that country life. She loves her guns. You know, we're talking physical fight, though. We don't want no right, guns. Right. I know. I know. I know. I know. 
but I'm just trying to give a little background about, you know, the matchup here. I, you know what, honestly, I think I'm taking AOC. I think I'm taking AOC in a fight. I think I would take, I, so I came into this thinking I was going to take AOC in this fight. I think she's going to scrap. She's seen some things. She's from the Bronx. She's got that toughness. But um, I think hers would be more scrappy. It would be less fundamental. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene actually was a part-time coach and owned a gym. and it, So she was a coach at a gym in CrossFit. So she is, she is all about CrossFit. She, so she's definitely she's going to be strong. CrossFit's right. not but easy. Does that mean you can fight? Does that mean you can fight, though? That's true. That's true. You know what? I might still go with AOC because I think she probably has more street smarts, and I think she, she's, she's got the scrap. But I think it would be a good fight because I think that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene with the CrossFit training, I think that it would be a, it'd be a close one. It'd be a close you one. Know, I, I think, I think AO, if AOC can win early, I think she's got it. But the longer the fight goes, I think the tides turn. Yeah, yeah, because I'm sure the endurance comes from uh, Marjorie Taylor right. Greene's CrossFit background. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, they probably do actually want to fight each other in, in person, like in real life. So this was actually, I think this was actually kind of, I mean, I think it was relevant. I think it was yeah, relevant, I but I, I'd, I'd pay to see it. I would too. I'm with you. Ready for the last one? Let's do it. Who you got winning a spelling bee? Takashi six nine or NBA Young Boy? <laughs> I, think, I think I have to go. There's no other reason than just because, like, I know six nine can't spell. <laughs> that guy like can't at spell. All. There's like no at way all. he can spell. This guy cannot spell. Uh, um. I'm gonna go NBA Young Boy, but I don't, <laughs> I don't really have a reason other than like I know for sure six nine cannot spell. <laughs> <laughs> I would put ninety nine point nine percent of human beings on this planet against six nine in a spelling contest, and they'd probably win. <laughs> That's true. Like I would put my house on it. I would, I would put I two Afro against six nine, and he would win in a spelling contest. <laughs> That's how confident I am. <laughs> so, so six nine. He <laughs> he doesn't know how to spell the word stupid. He uses two O's instead of just the U. Um, <laughs> if you if I were to look at these two guys, I would tell you right now I would take NBA <laughs> Young Boy just off of appearance. Because uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I I can't quit laughing because I'm like I'm thinking of Takashi up there at the mic. With all the 69s tattooed all over his face and arms and body. And they're like, stupid. And he'd be like, S-T-O-O-P-I-D. And they'd be like, and they just give the buzzer. Or dumb? And they give him the buzzer. And they're just like, no, that's wrong. Okay, yeah, get out of here. Oh, and the best part is, I love how NBA, young boy, his name is, uh, NBA stands for never broke again. And if he were to win the spelling bee, he'd have gotten a scholarship. He would have got a scally. And he never never would have been broke again. I mean, he's not going to be broke, probably. But, yeah, I got to I gotta go with NBA Youngboy in this one. I, there's no way that 6ix9ine can spell most words. No. No. He, it's, gotta, it's probably like a first grade level. <laughs> he can't even. No, no shade, but total shade. 
Oh, and man. I love six nine. Let me just like reiterate that I love six nine. Oh yeah. Are you dumb, stupid, or dumb? Huh? That's what huh? that's what the that's what the moderators of the spelling bee would ask him after he misspelled every word. <laughs> I like that segment. I like this segment. It's All right, we'll segment. keep doing this one. Let us know what you think of it on Twitter. Yeah, at Outside Scoop Pod. Also, let us know who you take in all these matchups. Quick, I mean, just just real quick before we wrap things up, um, Jackson, do you want to give a special shout out to any, you know, any town or state or country for that matter? Yeah, I'll give a special shout out. I'll give a special shout out to Orient, South Dakota, tiny town. But okay. My, that's where my friend Carly listens. So, uh, but, you know, she's getting other people on the pod out there. She told me. She, oh really? She's been letting people know, like listen to Outside Scoop, you won't regret it. So shout out to the people of Orient who are listening to our podcast today and whenever you listen to it. I want to give a shout out real quick to um, let's let's. I'm gonna close my eyes. I'm gonna pick a random state in a random town right now. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. Click. All right, I've got it. English Town, New Jersey today. There we go. Special shout out. 50% of our New Jersey listeners are listening in English town. So shout out you. You guys are great. And also how about a shout out to our female audience? They have made one of the greatest comebacks of all time. And we now officially have more female listeners than male listeners. The ladies love us. The ladies love us. How about that? I, I like it. Just call us. Um, what is it? L, I'll just be, I'm LL cool. Jackson. Ladies love cool. Jackson. 49% of our audience, female, 48% male, 4% non-specified. Amazing. So how about that? There we go. We love you guys. Shout out to the females who are listening. Um, Shout out to my wife for listening. Oh, she listens now. She she listens every time now. Wow, big fan. Oh, the best is when I rip her on the podcast and I say something about her and then I'll, be, I'll just be at home. She won't even give me a, oh, hi, honey. She'll be like, so I apparently sweat too much, huh? Uh oh, I get in trouble, but I don't care. I do this for the brand, baby. The people need Yo, to know. Shout out Masterpiece again. Yes, as well. Shout out to Bristol for uh, believing in what we got going on. Uh, his website will be up soon. His commercial will be on the pod starting tomorrow. Uh, so listen for that. Hit him up. He's on Capitol Avenue in Pierce, South Dakota. Uh, he's got awesome products. Uh, THC, uh, Delta Eight, Delta Nine, Delta Ten, HHC. He's got uh, kratom. He's got Kava, uh, if you need to sleep, if you need to relax, he's got what he's he's got it going on for you. He's got the glassware, everything. We love it. All right, that's gonna wrap it up for episode number twenty three of the Outside Scoop. We'll see you tomorrow uh, with special guest Raquel Rodriguez. Yep, big day tomorrow. We'll be seeing you.